to the Money Mentors Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Laurel Stewart here with my husband, Taylor, who I get to make faces at. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Time. And Jennifer Perry. And we're excited to have you with us. I would ask for a show of hands by now to say, do you feel like you're down in the dumps? Do you have that gloomy, you know, the what do they call it, the winter blues? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been hard. But at least this last week, we had a glimmer of sunshine. I know everybody was saying, yay, sun, we finally have it, because it's been really cold. So yeah. we can look forward to Valentine's Day coming up. It's never too early to plan, especially no, I wish for you the could guys. order the flowers and have them early, because right. I know they spike during this yeah. time. But, yeah. Or a month or two ahead of time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good idea. But, uh, you know, we have two lovebirds here on the show, uh, since I have the two of you this week here. What's yeah. it like sharing all aspects of your life together. <laughs> you're not just at home together, but you're at work together too. How does that work out? You want to take a stab at that first? <laughs> <laughs> I'll plead the fifth, Jennifer. <laughs> Smart man. No, it's, it's great. It's something that, you know, took an adjustment for us, obviously earlier in our working career and then having kids and stuff, but it's a blessing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, but we, we do two very different things as well throughout the day. So we get to collaborate a lot, but uh-huh. you know, our roles, I don't want to say they don't intersect that often, and they definitely do. She keeps us on her toes here, that's for sure. <laughs> but it, it's been really good. I've been really blessed to work with Laurel, with Gary. You know, I got a lot of questions from people when I first started. Are you sure you want to go into business with your, at that time, girlfriend and <laughs> girlfriend's dad, right? <laughs> but no, it has been such a blessing for me, for our family. We've got to enjoy a lot of great things, you no know, personal and business success together over the years. So I wouldn't change it. And it's interesting because it gives us a really great dynamic. We talk about time and time again that we are a family firm. My dad, Gary, he started the business. I joined him. And so we have the father-daughter relationship. And then bringing on Taylor, my husband now, having that type of relationship, it just allows us to have a different mindset when it comes to working with clients and families. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that legacy planning, you've done all of this work. How do you want it to look from here for your retirement and if you want something provided after you're gone? I know that's a really tough conversation, but we think if we position those questions and those thoughts and talk about this ahead of time towards the beginning of planning, then it's all taken care of. There's more harmony with the family after you're gone, and that's our goal is to help you with this legacy plan or help you with your business succession plan with your family. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. We're also kicking off February with another interest rate hike from the Fed, but it turns out not everyone's happy with how Fed Chief Jerome Powell and company are handling this situation. Wharton business professor Jeremy Siegel, really smart guy in the business, tells CNBC there's a lag time between interest rate hikes and the economy. Here's his take. You do see a slowing of the real economy. I mean, GDP was up, but the composition was not was not particularly good. The the only so, thing is the labor market that that's still tight. That's the only thing. And as we pointed out, that's the worker trying to catch up to all the purchasing power that he and she lost over the last two and a half years. But I'm wondering, Taylor Laurel, is there an upside to these higher interest rates, too, in that it's making some of the more conservative options for our portfolios perhaps a bit more attractive right now? 
Yeah, for sure. You know, the let's say the last three, four years, bonds weren't super attractive. Interest rates were really low, so they weren't paying great. They were pretty stable. And then last year came with all those high interest rate hikes, and you see the, the aggregate bond market really fall out and finish the year pretty negative. We're starting to see those higher interest rates, so fixed income is definitely becoming more attractive. But that also flows into other really great tools that we use for retirement income planning, like fixed index annuities, structured notes, both accumulation focused structured notes and income driving structured notes. So we're seeing some really great rates as far as that goes, which is great for your retirees, your safer investments, or what we talk about that green money, you know, the government bonds, CDs, money markets, fixed and fixed index annuities. Those are becoming much, much more attractive. So we're able to layer those in, get some good growth out of them, but still protect our downside because we're we're not through the volatility yet. As you know, as Jeremy there had just said, what the Fed is doing now, we're not going to really see those total effects for quite some time. In the Fed's defense, they're making interest rate decisions on old data, right? So right. they're they're changing those interest rates based on data that's, you know, three, six, nine months old and forecasting in the future. So they're doing the best that they can. And I think that, you know, anybody in that position, it's easy to be critical of it when you're mm-hmm. not in that position. I'm not saying I'm, I'm fully on board with all these interest <laughs> rate hikes, but it's very easy to be critical of that when you're not the one making that decision. Yeah, it's a big job trying to guide this economy and keep everything in balance. It's uh, really hard to do. But in the meantime, I think, you know, every time we have a Fed meeting, Wall Street's watching, you tend to see kind of a, a very negative or a very positive reaction, depending on what the Fed does. And I think all of us right now are kind of looking for that right balance, too, when it comes to our own personal economy. But if someone's wondering, you know, what belongs in my portfolio and what kind of risk am I comfortable with right now? Uh, Laura, we have a really helpful online tool that makes that part a little bit easier for us. Yes, you can get your personalized risk score by going to our website at matsonfinancial.com. That's M-A-T-T-S-O-N financial.com. You'll see right there on the screen, it says, get my score now. It's 11 questions and it'll take you just a few minutes. And what you're going to do at the end of that is you're going to have a score from zero to 100. It's not a pass or fail, right? This is just how you feel. And you can take this with your spouse or you can take it separately and see how you compare. Mm -hmm. But this is something that we do when we first meet with you. We'll do it annually to see how things are going. Because, right, there was a a time there where everybody's risk tolerance, they felt like they could handle the market more. And then came 2020 and everybody had a very different reaction saying, ooh, maybe I want to be way more conservative than I thought. And that's okay that that can change. So this is a tool that allows us to check in. Where do you feel when it comes to investing? And then from there, we'll review your plan and see, hey, does this match up or Maybe we need some tweaks. You need some more in there, or maybe we need to take this down a notch or two. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Now, it's interesting, uh, no matter how many times we talk about this topic on Money Mentors, it still comes as a huge surprise to a lot of our listeners who come in for that first visit. That's why I was pleased to see USA Today recently break down just how much you might have to pay in taxes on your social security benefits. They pointed out, yes, there are taxes. That does catch people off guard, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It's a harder thing for clients to wrap their heads around because they say, wait, I already paid taxes and I've already paid into this system and now I'm going to be paid on it or taxed (laughs) on it again. You know, and I'm thinking, well, we don't make the rules, unfortunately, but we're going to make sure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We talk about them. 
So if you file a federal tax return as an individual and your income is more than $34,000, then up to 85% of your Social Security benefits are taxable. Ooh, okay. And now if you're on the flip side of that, you file a joint return, you and your spouse have a combined income of more than $44,000, then once again, there that taxable benefit comes in. So we just want to make sure we're bringing this to light because some people may still be working and they just want to take Social Security to have that additional income, but you're going to end up getting less because now you've got taxes that are you know getting into that. So we want to make sure we do all the math ahead of time before you make your election. And something important to talk about is this is based on your combined income, which is your adjusted gross income plus non-taxable interest and half of your Social Security benefits for the year okay. is what's used to calculate, you know, are you above that thirty-four dollars or $44,000 threshold or below it? Mm-hmm. If you're below it, up to 50% of your benefit is taxable between twenty-five and 34000 for an individual and thirty-two and 44000 for a joint filer. So this is why we talk so much much about taxes and funding the different tax buckets, the taxable, uh, you know, non-qualified accounts where that money's taxed at long-term and short-term capital gains rates. Then we've got your tax-deferred dollars. Think of the 401k, your IRA, simple IRA, where you put that money in, you get that tax deduction, and then you pay taxes on the back end when you pull that money out. And then, of course, the tax-free bucket, which is my favorite. Uh, (laughs) We've already been taxed on it, and now it's going to grow tax-free for the rest of our lives. And also, we're able to pass that on to beneficiaries with no tax ramifications either. So if we're- No RMDs. And no RMDs, which is yes. which is really a huge one, and that's why we talk so much about your Roth IRA conversions. So when we look at this overall combined income, if we did a good job funding those three different tax buckets, we can control how much of that is taxable income that we're receiving and how much is not to keep that Social Security benefit, you know, the least amount of taxes and just your overall income for the year, you know, is the least amount of taxes as possible. And that's that's our goal. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.